Podcast. Podcast. Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and a Filthy Casual. Back to you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. We are still zooming, zoom, zoom, zoom. What, 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 what was what car commercial was that? That, that was the cool kids. Yeah, that was the zoom, zoom, commercial. zoom. Yeah, so, and so. a boom, boom. Okay, and a boom, boom. Got it. Um. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for being here today. I'm hoping that you are excited, uh, because, uh, like you know, I mean, I think the theme for this year, once we do our end of the year programming, I think the, the theme for the year is life happens um and because of that um you know there's been a lot of really cool stuff um over the summer and because of everything that's happened we've actually been unable to like fully record something that all three of us would watch like um indiana jones um lewis was not able to watch it um you know uh, the secret invasion i haven't been able to catch up so it's really refreshing that we actually have a show that um, we were able to watch all together. So even though it is a little uh, late and a little behind, um, we are t- today talking about Lou. Remind the audience what we're doing today. Yeah, we're talking about a little movie that came out earlier this year. The, this year, this year, this year, the Super Mario movie, a uh, big animated uh, release uh, that has. Yeah, got uh, got some pretty great reviews, so we finally get around to talking about it uh, just in time too, because it is currently uh, streaming on uh, on the Peacock Network. So yeah, if you didn't get a chance to watch it in theaters, uh, if you're one of the few that didn't get to watch it in theaters, um, yeah, it's there for uh, everybody to stream. And before we do that, um, we want to kind of catch up with some of the things that we've been talking about. I know Harold said he has a couple of uh, shows that he's been watching. Um, I know I have a couple I have, and maybe Lewis also has it. Um, H, why don't you start us off today? Okay. Uh, first, uh, it's the return of one of my favorite shows, and that just started literally yesterday. So by the time you guys hear this, last week, it is the return of Only Murders in the Building. Yay. And it's like the show that the premise of the first season should have never been able to been recaptured in anything else after that. Because, you know, it means somebody has to die in the building every time because <laughs> that's the premise of their podcast. And the second time it happens, you're like, oh, uh, you know, I guess. I and guess, then this, I guess it could happen. I guess it could happen. And the third time, you're just like, well, you you see from the preview already. If you watch the ending of season two, they're like, well, it's not in the building, but let's keep the premise. Whoa, whoa, here. spoilers, spoilers! Did you not see? It's not in two? the building. What see, the hell? Yeah, that's it's crazy. But like, um, yeah, this, this and is the season that they jump ship is what you're talking about, or yeah, well, basically, this, yeah. And um, but there is a Filipino in it, I think, and his name is something very Filipino. So, is, I mean, is he an actor in the in the show? Yes. Is he okay? I'm not gonna cross that uh, <laughs> that line. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll stick with is he an actor? And I'll, I'll... yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I would like to remind everybody that um, I was the first person to jump on that ship. You were. 
And uh, <laughs> you guys were making fun of the, the big forehead girl and question. I never make fun of her. I, you know, ever since Wizards of Waverly Place, <laughs> been a big and, fan. <laughs> oh, what what a pull! I like it. And also, also, <laughs> she has one of my favorite songs ever made for a person who cannot sing. So you know, good for her. Who has a bigger head, Selena Gomez or Giada De Laurentiis? Like a uh, proportion wise, <laughs> because that every single time I watch that show, that's it always takes me away. Well, you know, she could be murdering somebody, and I'd be like, she has a big head. They're both <laughs> shaped like um, one of those idol carved dolls that you'd find in an arc or in an archaeological dig, mm-hmm. because it gets like yeah, you man. know, it's like a big head, and then a, a a pretty big chest for some reason. And then, like, really small legs. So everything was tiny. It's amazing. Yeah, and that's when I see both Giada and I see Selena Gomez, which surprise. It always surprises me every time because it's like you you never see her like flaunting anything, and then you're just like Jesus Christ. Sorry if this goes into territory like that. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting that you're talking about it because um, Selena um, had a cooking show, and Giada, of course, is famous for that. I mean, it's it's such a you know it's such a, a a ready-made crossover, and I'm I'm really disappointed nobody's done it yet. What would you call it? That crossover show, though. Big head, big. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Big hearts, big big hearts. Uh, heart. I don't I'm know. Of, that's what I meant. People, come on. Right it on. would be big tops. Never mind. That's all I got. And it's about circuses. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> While cooking at the same time. And then like sound trying, trying, Yeah. Then the uh, opening circuses. song by uh, Rihanna. The other five. <laughs> Sorry. We're offending everybody today. <laughs> yeah, we're offending all the... We're just offending all females. We need a, a dude to the five head. Um, <laughs> I mean, is... is um, what do you call us? Is Guy, um, Guy Fieri the opposite? Is a small head, yeah. But it, but it's fit for visors. Oh, you're right. That's, <laughs> well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he fluffs his hair up that much, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like a uh, peacocking. He's yeah. like um. He, he's like a troll, basically. A literal <laughs> troll, yes. A little troll. Well, first off, how you, how, how dare you besmirch the mayor of Flavortown? Okay, <laughs> on an election. Is it is it election week in Flavortown? I didn't know that. I heard he got um. I guess. Uh, what just happened there? I I think Lewis is oh. uh, Max headrooming in. <laughs> no, my bad. It's... <laughs> and, and then oh yeah, Lewis's computer uh, uh, crashed again. Now there it is. <laughs> All right. Turning off the video because it can't handle the bandwidth on my forehead. <laughs> See all this, t- all, all this forehead talk. <laughs> Computer said, "How'd you like that, fool?" I I find it ironic also that both me and Dennis are talking about people with big heads when we are notoriously known for having humongous heads. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and um, I mean, I, Harold, not anymore, but I still have a big top, so you know. Hey, well, <laughs> but I still have to shop for a size eight hat, so you know, there's. There's that. So even more. Good job, Selena. <laughs> more power to you for uh, 
keeping the seven and a half size hat size alive. <laughs> Single-handedly keeping lids in business. <laughs> and anything else, uh, Harold? Um, I also powered through in literally one day the brand new season of This Fool. Oh, okay. Yeah. This Fool is the uh, show also on Hulu um, about a guy and his cousin who, at, in the first season, they worked at this place called um, Hugs Not Thugs. And it was like a nonprofit organization. And then they both lose their jobs there. And now they're just two losers living in a garage. I like it. So, and by the way, Hugs Not Thugs is a, is a great name. Yeah, dude. And then they kind of use that as the precursor to their new company. And I, I would, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen that yet, but um, it's pretty cool. And the dude that started his name is Chris Estrada. He's a stand-up comedian. Probably for me, at least, and I hope I don't know if anybody else will feel the same. But in this season, I hate his character more than I've ever hated Ted Mosby in any season of How wow. I <laughs> Bold. You know yeah. what, dude? Okay, now I'm curious because uh, I'm gonna jump on this, but like, uh, we also binged the first season. I haven't actually had the chance to start the second one and he was teetering on like unlikable in the first season like i get it he played like if you're if you're you know in the uh, perfect strangers dichotomy like he was playing cousin larry in this relationship so like i get it you have to have the stand-up guy playing off of the uh the, the the comic relief but yeah dude okay now i'm looking forward to see how uh how his character evolves devolves in the second season but yeah, I'm 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 liking this review so far. I'm looking forward to watching the second season. Yeah, that's that's all I have to review about this. It's the show itself is really really strange. Where there's moments where you're like, I don't know if Dennis is ever gonna like it because there's a lot of very 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 cringe moments, like <laughs> like hiding, <clears throat> like hiding in the corner. Oh, what the hell? You okay? Yeah, I know. I love. I'm, that's why I have the water. Harold is back. Yeah, now that version is back. But like, there's literally parts of the show where you're just like, I I don't want to watch this anymore. And then the next moment is like a really huge laugh, and you're just like, I, I guess you have to, you know, um, power through the moments of a lot, a lots of cringe, just to get to the moments where you're really laughing really hard and be like, this is a really great comedy. So, I think that's kind of how the Hulu. It seems like that's how Hulu TV shows are structured because. Only Murders is kind of the same way where it's not much cringe, but it's a lot of um, exposition before you get into like the really funny stuff. So no, 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 no. I agree. There's there's some cringe in that show. Like there there are times where I mean, not in the sense of like uh, the same way, but there have been times where like I have to stop. Where I'm like, okay, I'm, I I need to stop. I need to take a breath a little bit. I'm uncomfortable where where all the characters are going or what's happening to them, and then continue again. I think that's why it's good, at least for this show, to be episodic. Also, it does build up suspense for the next, you know, the next episode and whatnot. At least, I mean, for um, only murders. And then I think that's the mistake that I made with this fool is I should have done, you know, more uh, spacing out the uh, watching it instead of binging it in a whole weekend because 
if you binge the show in one weekend, you'll end up hating Julio so much. So it's just like, give him some time to breathe. Give him a couple episodes <laughs> off. But if you just watch it continuously for like one day, you're just like, dude, I hate this guy so much. And if I ever saw him in real life, I wanted to punch him in the face. But yeah, it's just a TV show, Harold. Just have to remember. It's, <laughs> it's not real. These are just make-believe. <laughs> yeah. Did you say and Julio? The... No, Julio. Julio. Oh. <laughs> Julio. I was like, I didn't know Julio was still around. Okay. Good for him just... for his, uh, his comeback tour. He passed away last year, dude. Well, good for him for his comeback tour? <laughs> stop, stop, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to say then. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, man. Since we're disrespecting uh, dead people now, I guess, um, I'm going to start with mine. Um, and weirdly enough, it does have to do with dead people. Um, have you heard, guys, are, are you guys aware of this, like, um, I guess you could call it a trend or like um, a genre in anime um, of like people resurrecting and then um, they become like overpowered um, uh, in the afterlife. And then usually where they go to is like a like a uh, like a fantasy uh, world or something like that. Have you heard have you heard of these shows? No, like so, it's example, a, I'd like to think I'm pretty on top of the anime but, uh, stuff, but no, this sounds pretty newish to me. W- which one, dude? Yeah, no, there's there's like at least right now there's um uh, 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 the uh, um the the uh, great apprentice. There's um there there's at least ten I'm currently watching, and it's not a new um idea. So the concept is somebody. It's, it's the same thing over and over again. It's like somebody is um, um, the person dies, um, and the, the the gods the gods or goddesses of the world decides that it's unfair, um, and so they allow him to return again as a human being. But when he's a human being, uh, um, um, but it's in another world. So all of a sudden he's like, um, uh, you know, like think of Final Fantasy. A Final Fantasy game, Lewis, an RPG game. I don't, I don't know if you know that. Um, but instead of like starting off at level zero, every, you, they're usually like at level like 99 or something like that. And that's the whole premise of the show. Um, but so much so now that there's actually a new show that just came out. And the 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 name of the show is Reborn as a Vending Machine. Now I Wander the Dungeon. What the so, no, it's not, dude. Yes. That's so, just word salad, man. The genre has grown so much that they decided that instead of this the the, the main character getting reborn as because they have one where they, they were reborn as a woman, uh they've been reborn as an uh, as a villain, they've been reborn as a slime, they've been reborn all these different things. They decided that it's going to be a sentient vending machine. And for some reason, I have watched six episodes of this, and I'm hooked. And this vending machine, the only power it has is that it can make infinite stuff inside its body. And because it's RPG, um, uh, as long as he levels up, then he can like change what's inside his uh, 
his uh, his body, like the content of his body, so he can pretty much vend anything that he can think of at this point. <laughs> That's the premise of the show. It's really dumb. Lou, you have Crunchyroll. Go watch it. <laughs> I just Googled it. I can't believe it actually exists. <laughs> and there's three volumes of this manga. Lord, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you, it is it it, it it's a, I, I'm forgetting the name of the genre, but it is like the most popular genre right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I know we're already upsetting people, but man, the Japanese are weird, dude. If like if you go to Crunchyroll and you look up like um like you know, trending or something like that, um you know you have like Blue Lock, you have like um uh, you know Mashley and all those things, but usually like a third to half of that is going to be um that genre that's so odd dude sorry <laughs> this is like okay uh, i might fall into the rabbit hole of reborn as a xyz or whatever yeah. what's I'll, the I'll, wandering I'll give, the dungeon part though never mind you know i'll, I'll look I'll, I'll give you a couple of uh i'll give you a couple of um like uh, titles because um it goes from really really awesome to kind of like um um what, what do you call it the what do you like the ugh, what's the term when it's like the artists are showing way too many parts to uh of women um hentai not yeah hentai. Oh, not not hentai oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Huh? sorry sorry uh, i don't think crunchyroll has hentai bro that's behind so, the, so much you know that's that's uh, Crunchyroll Premium Premium. Oh, premium I don't plus. Pay, I don't pay for the Premium Plus over there, bro. There's a, there's a secret. Uh, there's a curtain section in the Crunchyroll. <laughs> the curtain's kind of musty and kind of like yeah. <laughs> gross, dude. It's very Not dry. It's kind of like a like a moist roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, ne- but now it's crunchy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God, because it's dry. That was the crunchy roll. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, Lou. Do you have anything, by the way? Um, not as intense as that stuff, but I mean, I, I guess we'll 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 jump on the um, real, just real two quick things. Um, yeah, we'll we'll jump on the the Hulu bandwagon, and um, I did just binge um the Bear. Uh, it's a show that uh, you know, it's about it's it's a, it's a it's not a cooking show. It's just, it's a dramedy heavy on the drama not there's moments of humor so i'm not going to call it a, a comedy at all but it is really well done really well made second season it's a show that uh Kurt and i were talking about uh, last a year or two ago um you know definitely one of those uh highly recommended uh, uh john bernthal you know uh, the punisher uh, made himself famous on the walking dead is uh, a bit part in it i think he was just nominated for an emmy for his uh, role in the first season and he comes back in the second one just gangbusters really well done uh but actually if anything i i know school just started so i think the one piece of news i wanted to ask you guys if you're aware of being you know private school dudes and of course laker fans did you guys hear about Derek fisher's new job yeah so he's working he's going to be the new head basketball coach for crespi high uh here in the valley so yeah. i know he's been around like my son used to play or you know is still playing travel ball aau and we used to see him like either you know support his i think it's his niece who plays around here but yeah so now i guess he got a job at one of the private schools here in the valley as the head basketball coach for the program and it's kind of i mean i don't know dude it it seems a little late into the season because i mean if i'm not mistaken most coaches already kind of are already building their um 
their their, their rosters or their the high school teams. But you know, I, I guess he got a job now, and yeah, there you go. What do you Which guys think about that? Dude? You know, say that again. Which program is it? The boys or the girls? I think it's the boys. I think oh, it's the God. boys. Uh, yeah, so he'll probably be running the program. Oh, I don't know. It's it's an interesting pull. I mean, it, a lot of it, obviously. I, I don't know how much of it is going to be like. Uh, I, I I still haven't seen Ted Lasso, but I do know part of the premise is that it was a. Uh, it, or if I'm not mistaken, Harold, you, you've obviously seen everything, but like it was it was supposed to be a publicity hire. So a part of me feels like, is this a publicity hire? Like, is Derek Fisher actually, like, you know, uh, credible enough to run a public school or not public? I'm sorry, uh, a private school a basketball program. You, you and, know, he used to coach the Sparks, right? Right. Yeah. So is that a demotion per se? Like, you know, it's a, you know, I, I guess uh, say what you will about the WNBA, but at least it's a pro league. And then, like, you're moving to a high school. I don't know. It's I, like, I got, uh, it's like blue chips. You know how at the end of Blue wow. Chips, he's just like, now that he quit being the college coach, he's like, oh, right. I'll coach these freaking little yeah, these high little, schoolers. Yeah, I'll, I'll coach or them elementary right. school kids. Yeah, I'll coach them right. Well, at the very least, uh, if you, you know, if the question is money, Crespi can take, can afford it. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I, know. I don't know. Let's ask our friend Crispy if he's, uh, if he's good with that, uh, with that hire, I guess he, he was the first person I saw to post about it. Oh, well, that's I, right, that's right. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I messaged him right away, and I was like, "What do you think?" And he's like, <laughs> "Well, it's good for our school." And I was like, "Yeah, that's hey, good for you, man. Yeah. Great publicity, bro." Yeah, <laughs> I heard uh, Matt Barnes will be at the first game. <laughs> Jeez, dude, with his right and left hooks, I guess. <laughs> and, I uh, mean, but it, it's crazy. Can open mean, invite to a Kobe Bryant's wife. Yikes! Who <laughs> knew? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we stoking the fire, man? Come on, dude. Oh, I mean, I thought, on that on that note, I thought uh, we were building up the um, uh, the uh, the cringiness of the hire, especially when um after the Crespi's uh, after Crespi hired him, like um, we're proud to uh, we're proud to hire somebody that um you know um is uh, so uh, follows our, our our traditions and our philosophy. I'm like, really, <laughs> really? Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> good, good, good for you guys. And I mean, it, it's again, it, like uh, you guys obviously come from a private school background from the Valley specifically. And I can't help but notice, but like, yeah, it's it's Valley High School. It's basketball is like pretty weirdly competitive. I mean, obviously it began or not began, but, you know, especially with Sierra Canyon and, and the, 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 the the James brothers, um, you know, and, and Notre Dame having like what, two or three top 10 kids coming out of high school and now uh crispy's trying to make a big wave hiring a former laker a former champion as their as their coach and yeah and uh, campbell hall being like a big thing now because oh uh you know the the second bryce kid or james kid is is playing for us so yeah dude i don't know uh valley basketball have been pretty weirdly uh competitive and kind of in the news which is exciting yeah, it turns time, out I mean, that, these are still uh, high school kids, though. Turns out that Valley High Valley High School basketball is the new uh, karate, dude. <laughs> I'm waiting for that all valley <laughs> tournament, baby. Wait a minute, hold on. Since we kind of need to bring this up just for a second, did you know there was an all valley tournament two weeks ago? Yes, I, I just found out about that from our mutual friend H. I did not know about that till after the fact. And I'm kind of mad that I didn't find out until then. It was like, only, oh. I think it was only three schools though. Oh. Three, three or four schools that 
did that and that's cool. I mean, hey, it's got to start somewhere. If I knew beforehand, I would have gone and bought tickets, bro. Right? Exactly, yeah. dude. <laughs> but like, to be honest, when I was younger, we actually did have like citywide tournaments that were pretty much all Valley, except like, you know, more than the Valley. So I know it's that doesn't make sense. But like um, we would have tournaments where it was like 10 schools coming together. And then, you know, having to do all that and then, but they weren't all from the Valley. There were some random schools from like different places, but a lot of the dojos were like Valley dojos. And we kept on saying like, Hey, where's the one dojo that's actually running out of the old Cobra Kai dojo. They're not here. They ironically weren't invited to this tournament. And then it's like, yeah, they're a different discipline. I was like, Oh, so the karate dojo doesn't teach karate i don't know by the way i i can't believe i never asked this question but do we know where that location was like the the cobra kai on victory and near lancashire really okay i'm gonna have to relook at the uh, the movie then because every single time i watched it, it even though i lived here all my life it seemed like weirdly like where's this place like i could never figure out where it was yeah, like you can you can cruise by Mr. Miyagi's apartment like all day every day just because it's in Northridge. That's true. But that one's technically North Hollywood or Sun Valley. So not really so far from our side of the valley, but you know, not particularly close. So unless you're Lewis and it's really way too far. Oh, it's yeah. way on the other side of the four or five. No, thanks. It's off the hey, 170, man. Hey, hey, you spend more time this uh, this side nowadays than ever. I do, actually. I do. I've been forcibly so. I know. I'm like my parents haven't seen me this much since I lived there. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh well. But yeah. Okay. Next time, dude, I, I hope they they continue this all valley tournament. And it's last last question about this age because I, I did just see the pictures from our mutual friends. But um, was it like a, a was it just a cop? I think though, or was it like a contact, like um, a competition kind of thing? I, I, I did I not see. Okay, from okay. from all the videos I saw, it was always just forms stuff. Okay, right. Which Ooh, for me, yeah, forms, dude, not kata, my bad. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> forms are kata, okay. same thing. But like every time I did a tournament, if I lost in sparring, that's the only time I would do kata. Because like. If you win in sparring, there's no point in trying to win another trophy when you're like exhausted and everything. But if I lost early enough, I'd be like, okay, register me for the kata tournament because <laughs> it's like because nice, I can because I can do I can do katas better than these guys and everything. And then, um, yeah, so those are the tournaments I used to do. I kind of miss those days and really wish that when my sister's kids had taken all their martial arts stuff that they had done more tournaments outside of their school just because like it'd been school things yeah yeah because like when you fight people that you know you can only be so familiar and you like you understand tendencies and whatnot mm -hmm. but if you're fighting a complete stranger and then you like you know you try to size them up and you're like oh this guy's gonna be easy and then the, all of a sudden you lose you know yeah you, you get you get punched in the mouth and you're it's like, Wait, pretty wait damn humbling yeah <laughs> so yeah i yeah. it's it's the best of the best slash karate kid life that i unfortunately only had to only got to do a handful of times which you know i regret not doing more but 
Hey man, you did that more than other, a lot of other people. Like, yeah, you know, there's too bad there's no like tournaments for forty year olds. <laughs> you never um, know, man. Started. <laughs> hey, uh, there might I be think this match. is just fight clubs, bro. <laughs> yeah, but we make it official, you know. <laughs> That's, That's just somebody's basement. <laughs> if there's if there's a podium and there's uh, medals or trophies, then it's technically official. Exactly. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, you heard it here first. Uh, Harold Golden guy was the very first Johnny Lawrence of the Valley. There you go, man. He was the brown Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> no way, dude. He was, I was the, the guy that... that wore cutoffs for his um his uh, uh, uh his geese. No, I was the guy in Cobra Kai that just trudged forward and got kicked in the stomach. That's exactly who I was. <laughs> I know you know who I'm talking about. Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> Unfortunately, we all do. Yeah. Okay, so uh, moving on with our topic. Oh, by the way, Harold. I mean, sorry, Lewis. Um, look for Shield Hero. Just type shield up hero shield hero um what is that another anime or is that another oh, oh, so the the, card game. Is, I hate the, you. the the the, the, the genre is called isekai and that's the uh reincarnation animes and so look for shield hero okay so shield hero and the vending machine two great examples of that that genre is he reincarnated as a freaking shield no <laughs> you took too long to answer that man <laughs> i had to I had to think about it wait a minute wait a minute his shield he was reincarnated with a shield. Okay. Okay. Connected to his body that he can't take off. Uh, all right. Okay. So it's like full metal alchemist, but just a shield instead of an armor. Okay, okay. Lewis, since this is your review and this is your topic and you were named after it, uh, why don't you start us off with our main topic of the day? Yeah. So speaking of schools, let's get old school. Eh? No, I got nothing. With, uh, yeah, the review of Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Uh, that just came out a few months ago. Actually, debuted uh, April, early April. Um, yeah, a few months ago, kicked off the summer, uh, and you know, kicked off, kicked it off with a bang. Uh, well received off the bat. Uh, with the uh, box office receipts also, re- uh, you know, reflecting uh, the positive uh, reviews of it. So yeah, uh, let's get into Super Mario Brothers the movie. Are, are we doing a lose reviews? Since I know we uh, we we. This is a bit of an older movie. Not older. It's like a few months old. Uh, what do you guys think? I think yeah, the do. the briefest of reviews. Yeah, briefest. The briefest. The yeah. The Haynes of lose reviews. This will be the briefest of brief. Burp, 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 burp. Burp, burp, burp. Like a warp pipe through the uh, yeah through the levels. All right. So we start off with Mario and Luigi, uh, two plumbers, two brothers that we all know and love from the city of Brooklyn. Uh, they discover a pipe that takes them to a- another world. Luigi gets uh, a disconnect or not disconnect. He gets sucked into another realm, and Mario has to do his finest job to try to save his brother. Uh, through the different shenanigans that Mario has to do to find his brother he meets our very uh lovely uh people of the mushroom kingdom uh starting off with toad as well as princess peach and from there he learns the rules of this new world that he's in uh basically the many different flowers and herbs that can give him power-ups and whatnot uh that helps him try to beat the antagonist and uh, it's none other than the big bad uh bowser yeah, King Bowser, uh, played by Jack Black. 
Uh, we'll go over the cast later and we can talk about who, uh, you know, how, how well of a job everybody did. But yeah, so uh, we have uh, King Koopa or Bowser uh, trying to invade the different realms, trying to find the uh, magical star, which will give him the uh, the wonderful the, the, the wonderful plot point of he just wanted Princess Peach to love him. Um, uh, different shenanigans happen. Uh, Mario, of course, defeats uh, Bowser with the power of love and brotherhood. And uh, that's it. Lose reviews, the quickest lose reviews uh, for Mario Bros. the movie. Burr, burr. Okay, so what did Sorry, you guys dude. think? I know it's been a <laughs> while. But, but what did you guys think? H, you just saw the movie recently, yeah? Is he there? Harold, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Harold, Harold, stop playing Snap. Get off the phone, Harold. <laughs> no, never. Um, yeah, I just recently got a chance to watch it. Uh, the references were fantastic. I thought overall the movie was really fun. It's kind of what you wanted in a video game movie. You know how like Sonic the Hedgehog, both of those movies were like really fun and at the same time referenced a lot of the lore. That's kind of like the I like I think that's the way to go with a built-in audience the way that the Super Mario Brothers movie had it. And the great the good thing is with um the Mario franchise in itself is that there's so many directions you can go with it and like anybody of any age would be able to understand references. And obviously us who are there for the very first iteration of the Mario Brothers and even Super Mario Brothers like we can go through pretty much everything that they go through. I would say my one regret about the movie, or actually two, is that there was not a straight up them referencing Mario versus Donkey Kong, as in like playing Donkey Kong. And then also in that same scene, they had a built-in level for them to do a Super Smash Brothers reference, and they didn't do it. And I, I, I was really, really looking forward to that part. And then mm. later on, they redeemed themselves with the Mario Kart part. But like, there's literally platforms, there was items, there was the perfect opportunity for Donkey Kong to smash Mario into the air and then have him disappear in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> and then have the voiceover guy. Yeah. And then have Mario reappear like at the bottom of the level on a cloud. <laughs> and a missed opportunity. But for everything else, it was like, um, very well done and i think that the uh character of princess peach they made her to be the real star of the movie and they made uh mario kind of the secondary literally the second banana of the movie and to be honest like you completely forget that luigi's in the movie and you feel really bad for him a lot of the times because it's supposed to be the super mario brothers movie and it's like um I i understand it they made they literally turned Luigi into the original um, Princess Daisy, where yeah. she's just, you know, he's in the he's in another castle. He's the damsel in distress. He can't do anything. He has to be saved, which is good for him. But then, how at the end does he all of a sudden understand how to use all the powers? It's right. like, yeah. So that's you know, but for the most, for everything else though, besides Chris Pratt being just Chris Pratt, <laughs> fun times, man. Like. Um, I could watch it again and find new references all the time, but having him do a, like an actual training montage and also the fact that 
It was the most generic soundtrack I've ever heard in my life, but it fit everything perfectly. But seriously, whoever is doing the music for this, that guy needs to be fired because there are more creative choices than using the same music that everybody else uses. So that's just me. Yikes. <laughs> so you liked it is what you're saying. But I did. Yeah, I liked the movie. I really liked the movie. Yeah, I just didn't like, you know, find some kind of creativity in the music, bro. Like, you know, I don't know. That's just me. That's me. Nice. No, I, I dig it. I, I get it. I respect that. Um, for me, like, I love the poo out of this. Uh, I actually, now that Harold brought up watching it a second time, I'm actually looking forward to doing that the, the same. Um, I actually only seen it once in the theaters, uh, and this is months ago, and I, I'm just going off of what I remember from that moment or for, from after watching the movie. It was fun. I think that's the word I'm looking for. It was just a fun movie. And I think if you're pulling a video game movie, it has to be fun. Um I, again, not to not, not to keep comparing the two franchises, but I think that's that's I haven't seen the second Sonic movie, but I feel that's what they did correctly in the first Sonic movie was it was just fun. Like I, I know some movies maybe they get they get too caught up in the lore or they're trying to tell a you know a, a story or whatever which which this movie did um, Arya did uh, tell a good story uh, a perfectly basic but straightforward uh, story but it was just fun dude like uh, it, it felt like even if you were a casual Nintendo fan or a casual Super Mario Brothers uh, game player it, it seemed like you know you didn't have to know everything about the movie to really get into it like you know it was. It was uh, on the, on the surface, uh, you know, pretty straightforward. Uh, damsel in distress, yes, it, Luigi was the damsel in this case. But you know, it, it was a fun adventure, and like, yeah, again, I, I'm gonna beat it to death. But it was just fun. So that's the part I think I really enjoyed about it, and uh, hopefully, it's a blueprint for uh, future animated, you know, uh, video game um, movies. You know, it, just make it fun. Well, unless you're The Last of Us, then you're the opposite of fun. But yeah, I think that's a different genre, anyways. But uh, yeah, what about you, Dan? It's funny that you mentioned that because it, it, you you use words such as straightforward, you know, simple, and all those things. That was exactly my biggest complaint about. Oh, it. okay. Because I watched it, and I was like, okay, that was that was good. I mean, was I laughing at, at certain points? There were. Moments of haha, I see what you did there. Like you know, uh, you know, it, it, there was some funny parts and everything. But in the end, when I left, I was like, okay, that was a movie. Like at no point, like when Harold announced that um, that it was going to be on, on Peacock, zero percent of me went. You know, I should rewatch that movie. I want to see that again. Yeah, I guess I'm curious, kind of, with what Harold said, which is there must be like um, uh, Easter eggs that I might might have missed. But it was so generic, it was so straightforward, it was so simple that I was like kind of not satisfied. I it, it wasn't bad, but it was generic. You know, it, it was cookie cutter. And uh, I just wasn't too happy about it. But was it a bad movie? I'm not gonna tell you. It was it it, it, it had its moments. So yeah, it was okay. I think maybe they were going for that in this first one because they knew like um, the possibility 
with the fact that the at least with the Sonic movie that they were able to succeed so well that a sequel was pretty much guaranteed that you don't have to go too far out to I guess please the fanboys or to please any kind of fans towards the franchise in general. So yes, it was as Dennis is right, it's it's as basic as it gets with the only thing being that now Princess Peach is fighting alongside Mario instead of having to be saved by Mario. And that's the weirdest thing to me is it's like I didn't I personally was just like, okay, that's cool. Um Luigi is the the uh the 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 one that needs to be saved here but so many articles i read after watching the movie were just about like this movie has flipped the script on everything now and then now uh the the damsel doesn't always have to be a damsel it can be a man as well and i was just like whoa i think you guys are thinking about this a little too Mm. much a little too hard you're overstating the credit that it deserves to be because the plot was always going to be straightforward. It was going to be defeat Bowser somehow, some way, and then save whoever needs to be saved. And the way they got there was, uh, you know, a little strange because I don't remember the Kong uh, kingdom being such a big part of the Mario lore. So maybe they're setting it up as a whole side quest for the donkey kong thing and then you know you can go the dkc thing mm-hmm. and you know even though there was that really quick reference to like diddy kong and it's just like oh maybe they're like <laughs> that scene felt like the the scene in um thor love and thunder where all the uh gods are gathered around and it was like oh something bad's gonna happen here it ended up it just yeah it was just like I really think they didn't want to, I don't know, I guess keep things a little bit simplified, like you said, just so that everybody can enjoy it. Yeah, because I think, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to speak on behalf of uh, the, the people who made these movies, but I think, you know, it has to be made in the context of like, you know, current cinema so uh, not that they're like not that i'm saying they're going to start building like avengers franchises out of it but i I think it worked that they they try to make it simple because you know i think that's the sin of like a lot of other franchises trying to do too much in the first movie trying to plant too many seeds and trying to like see like oh this is where it's gonna go and that's what's gonna happen there and this is where we're gonna build more uh you know another two movies or so so I think that it benefited them maybe to to keep it simple and just kind of tease enough that you makes you know the uh, you know the, some of the fanboys like me at the end at least saying like oh like if they can do this then maybe this is like their way of saying like you know they can connect to 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 Hyrule or to uh to, to Sonic or to other other worlds if they can just say you know it doesn't it didn't need to take a lot of like hand waving or anything crazy to say that. You know the Donkey Kingdom is adjacent to the Mushroom Kingdom, so you know who knows. Like they can go into to all that other stuff, and like you said earlier, H, like the potential for a Smash Bros. Uh, a crossover or at least a moment like that was right there, and I'm surprised they didn't take advantage of it. But yeah, like it, it's it's there for, to hypothetically for them to to take advantage of when they get there. But yeah, so 
anyway uh, maybe i i was just in the mood for something simple and and fun and like i for for somebody or you know i got two kids from uh you know different uh ends of the entertainment uh levels and and for a movie to humor all four of us like it's it's a rare breed so i was actually really happy that they were able to do that so anyway Okay, well, it sounds like we have um, uh, not necessarily consistent, but we have our uh, thoughts. Um, should we do our review? Yeah, I say let's get right into it. So, uh, if you're not familiar with our review system, we have just a few levels of, of how we enjoy our movies. Uh, at the bottom of the barrel, we have uh, El Terrible, which is something that we do not recommend you watch this movie at all. Right in the middle is Cromulent. If it's uh, just a good movie, right above that is perfectly cromulent. Maybe a little bit more than, uh, you know, instead of just waiting, go see it as soon as possible. And then, of course, at the top of the tier is the Jeff Winger Guarantee, where we uh, feel like you should go watch this movie right away, as soon as you can, uh, post-haste. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, get right into it. What do you guys uh, give the Super Mario Brothers movie? I'll start with it. I, I think it's the, the, um, this is the perfect example of cromulent for me. You know, like I said, nothing bad about it. I'm pretty sure if you you go watch it, you'll have a few laughs. Um, you'll enjoy it if you're um uh you know a Mario Brothers fan. Um, you'll you'll like some of the uh, things that you see. But um, it was nothing um you know nothing to talk about, nothing to shout about, nothing that I honestly that even though I have Peacock, I don't think I'm going to rewatch it ever again. So, but it was cromulent. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I I really enjoyed it. So maybe it's just yeah, it's just me. But I'm gonna go ahead and give it a the Jeff Winger guarantee, dude. Whoa! I really enjoyed it. I might be a, a fanboy. I no, yeah, I am a fanboy. I'm showing my fanboy right now because I've loved Nintendo and I was waiting for a movie like this. And if you have, I, I I can't even say like if you have kids, watch this movie. Like just if you have two eyes and you just like to be entertained, check out the movie. I think it's it's really worth watching. So anyway, uh, yeah, I gave it the Jeff Winger guarantee, dude. Uh, I feel like my um my threshold for the Jeff Winger guarantee is always going to be really high because you know how I am with movies. So I'm going to say it's perfectly cromulent. It's very fun. I just um I wish there was more memorable things about it where I would literally be like. I can't wait to talk to other people about this particular movie. If it was like more where the Mario Kart was, if it was just like that that section in general, that section gets the Jeff Winger Jeff Winger guarantee for me. <laughs> yeah, but that everything else, it's yeah. it's it's super. Fun. The movie's super fun. I enjoyed it a lot. It's just for me to give out my gar- the Winger guarantee for anything like that. It's going to take a little bit more, um, but it's very close to it. I'll give it that. I think if um, one of us, I think if Harold never watched it and we forced Harold to do um, the whole like you know uh, hypothesizing hypoth uh, hypoth whatever that word we use, um, <laughs> uh, and tried to, uh, 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 tried to figure it out, I think Harold would have been able to uh, go and pretty much like I'd say ninety percent of the the um, the things that we were talking about, Harold would have been able to do it. Oh yeah, I think I would have been pretty damn close to. Without anything like that, knowing the fact that um, Peach was going to be more than just uh, a uh, throwaway character, 
that I would have been able to figure out that it's about Luigi. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I agree. Okay, sounds good, guys. Um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, with Lewis's review and with Harold's review, hopefully, um, it, it, like they said, it is on Peacock. So go check it out. Um, I think that's it for us, unless you guys have anything else. Um, yep. you know, uh, thank you very much for listening to us talk to uh, talk about Mario Brothers, I guess. Um, you know, if you liked our episode, please take a look at all our other older episodes. Take a look at the two fanboys one casual.podbean.com for um for classic episodes from the past. And Lewis on Facebook, you can find us just type in two fanboys and a filthy casual in the search bar at our main page and our group page, a bunch of like-minded uh fanboys, fangirls, gamers nerds and geeks who love pop culture and we uh share lots of uh all, all the good stuff uh, happening in pop culture right now and, th- <clears throat> and then on instagram twitter and tiktok we are two fanboys one casual and as usual anywhere you find your favorite podcast we are there as well and then catch me playing video games on twitch.tv slash casual fanboy gaming that edu that's it for us ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for being here this is two fanboys and a filthy casual I'll see you guys next time. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold.